0: This is an ABC podcast. Hello, this is Coronacast, a daily podcast all about the coronavirus. I'm health reporter Tegan Taylor.
1: And I'm physician and journalist Dr Norman Swan. It's Friday the 20th of August 2021.
0: And Norman, it's been a while since any of us have been allowed to go to a theatre to watch a play, but allow me, indulge me for a moment. In the absence of actually being able to go and see a play in real life, let's pretend that COVID is a play, uh, not a particularly entertaining one so far. But if it was a play, and it was following that traditional three-act structure, where we've got the like introduction, and then we've got the action, and then we've got the conclusion. Tell me, we're at the conclusion phase. What what act are we in in the play that is the COVID pandemic?
1: You'd have to say based on the traditional structure of a play, or indeed a movie. Most movies are
0: in a three-act structure as well. Now, movies are something I'm watching a lot of at the moment.
1: Yeah, and if this was a movie, it would be the longest movie in history with (laughs) um, an uncertain amount of time to go. But you'd have to say that we're in the second act. We're still in the middle of the action.
0: I wish we could have an interval, go out and get a drink and refresh ourselves and then come back and get back into it again.
1: Well, in in some ways, the states that are going through repeated lockdowns do go out for a drink and then come back.
0: (laughs) Okay then, so let's let's talk about how long you said you said it's a long play or movie with no sort of time frame. But we're we're in the second year of the pandemic. Does that mean we're a year away from the uh, the credits rolling? You know, just at
1: the end of Act One, before the interval between Act One and Act Two, a new set of characters emerge in the story, which in theory the whole plot could pivot on. And those, of course, are called Pfizer, Astra. And Moderna, and they sound like something out of Shakespeare, you know, um, Rosencrantz and Goldenstern. But you know, essentially, those f-
0: No, nah, they sound like something out of the Marvel universe to me.
1: Okay, so you've got you've got them there, and there are they they emerge at the end of Act One, and what's going to happen in Act Two now that these emerge? And now you got Act Two where you've got, you know, you know the sort of plot that you get now in, in Hollywood movies. You think the movie's ch- finished; it's all over. And then the plot starts all over again because the bad guy (laughs) isn't dead. He emerges and comes back with the gang to have another go at you.
0: The Delta variant is the hand coming up out of the rubble. That's
1: right. There's 10 or 15 minutes more of this terrible movie to go because the, (laughs) the, the end is a false ending. Well, in many ways, that's what we've got. But we got these new characters and where have they been? And that's what's playing out in Act Two. And it's still not absolutely clear where the interval is going to be before Act Three, but it's probably not too far away.
0: How? What about these other new characters, Norma, like Norman, like Delta, for instance? The the variants that were emerging have definitely upset the the trajectory that this plot looked like it was taking.
1: The variants are like the bald headed criminals, you know, from some <laughs> weird Eastern European state. But you'd like to think that the the good guys and girls are going to win in the end and we victims on all this will be pathetically grateful. <laughs> so I, th- I think that where, where we're at, and let's just look, transfer this to Australia, is that New South Wales is right in the middle of Act Two. The bad guys are there with their bald heads, and, but the, you know, the Marvel heroes have yet to just really tool up and get their get their act together, but they're really they're getting there.
0: And so, in that sense, we're talking about people being able to get out, get their vaccines, and get that that shield up.
1: That's right. Now, the question then is: for the rest of the world, given that New South Wales is where Act Two is playing out, or really the rest of Australia that's where it's playing out. Although you have got leakage because the bad guys are popping up in Victoria, they're popping up in the ACT. They'll almost certainly pop up again in Queensland. Maybe not in WA, but you know nobody's really safe. So it all kind of depends on, particularly on New South Wales, because that's how it's got into Victoria and the ACT. So what's going to happen? What's Act 3? So Act 3 may not be as neat as predicted because the plot writer here, the script writer, to some extent, has been the Doherty Institute because they've, writ- they've written this modelling, which is really how this script should play out. But the problem is they didn't really predict how quickly New South Wales would fold against the bad guys before the Marvel heroes could get in.
0: Well, yeah, Linda, Linda's actually written in about that sort of saying we, the Doherty Institute modelling was based on opening up at 70 and 80% of the eligible population vac, uh, vaccination rate. But this was based on small numbers being in the community, whereas New South Wales is now dealing with pretty big numbers.
1: New South Wales numbers will be high. You know, they'll get to thousands a day, maybe a couple of thousand, maybe more than a couple of thousand a day. It'll start to turn around, as, even though the social distancing is not as strict as it could be, with vaccination turning around a little bit with infection rates. It'll get to a point, who knows, and summer coming along. So summer will turn around the delta delta a bit as it has in the UK. So several factors coming together to turn it around, but maybe it'll turn it around to four or five hundred cases a day. Nobody I don't know if an epidemiologist is prepared to make that prediction, but let's say, for example, it's four or 500 cases a day. So it starts to look good if the Marvel heroes are holding, and the other Marvel heroes who are the unsung heroes, who are our contact tracers, who are just doing this amazing job and we never see their faces, is that they're holding it at four or 500 cases a day. But because of the Marvel heroes that are obvious to us, the vaccines, not very many people are ending up in hospital. Very few are ending up in ICU and very few people are dying, even though we've got four or 500 cases a day. Now, the problem then in Act 3 is what happens with the other states because they will have potentially very few. That's if Victoria manages to control it and ACT. They'll have very few cases. Western Australia may have none. But what New South Wales may have shown is that when you get to 80 or 90% vaccination, particularly of 12-year-olds and above, you can actually be quite safe. It's actually okay. So have the other states got the guts to open up, particularly internally to New South Wales, because it's going to dawn on Western Australians eventually, not that they're liberated by their lockdown, but they're locked away by New South Wales. So they're actually imprisoned by New South Wales. And can they break out? Because to break out... West Australians need 80 or 90% immunisation rates and they're well behind the rest of the nation.
0: And Kay's asking about this, asking whether New South Wales residents actually might be travelling overseas well before our compatriots in other states.
1: Well, that's entirely possible because New South Wales is a disaster uh, really at the moment in the making in terms of the number of cases, number of people in hospital, uh, etc. And we are heading towards very large numbers. The Burnett Institute has predicted it could be for a while as bad as Italy but beyond that, you're right, or Kay is right, is that you get to a point where you're coping with a few hundred cases a day, not many people are ending up in hospital, and you can open up to the world. So it could be, particularly New South Wales and Victoria, are able to open up internationally because they can cope with uh, new cases coming in, particularly with quarantine light, testing and so on, and fully immunised people coming in. And the other states may just look on, look, look at us and say, well... Maybe we should too, but they won't be able to unless they're vaccinated.
0: Well, Norman, we haven't seen the end of this movie slash play yet, as we've said, but so far, how many stars are you giving it?
1: Well, you know, you're kind of chained into the seat in the cinema. You can't escape. So when you have to be chained into the seat, it's going to be one star.
0: Yeah, same here. One star. Do not like. Do not recommend. And to round off today's episode, Norman, Felicity's asking, has anyone caught COVID-19 twice? And if so, was it worse the second time? If you
1: look at the international experience, quite a lot of people have caught COVID-19 twice. There was a big second uh, epidemic in Brazil, which we've talked about, Maneus I think we talked about that in Coronacast towards the end of last year and there have been second case reinfections in the United Kingdom. And there's been a paper on this in the British Medical Journal. We'll have that on our website. By and large, while there is evidence from other viruses that if you get a second infection, it can be a lot worse. Dengue fever is the classic one. You do not want to get dengue twice with a different variant.
0: Because it's like an immune overreaction, isn't it? That's right. And uh, so
1: dengue's got, I think, four variants. And you you do not want to get a second dengue infection because it can be really nasty. But it turns out with uh, COVID-19, with the SARS-CoV-2 virus, that it seems to be milder second time around, not worse. So that's the evidence so far.
0: Well, that's reassuring.
1: Yeah, we've got to end at least today's play with a happy ending.
0: (laughs) Well, that is it for Coronacast for today and for this week. Keep your questions coming as always at abc.net.au slash coronacast.
1: And a new episode of this movie series will be on Monday.
0: We'll see you then.